Hey everyone, welcome back to The Chosen Topic. Today it's just going to be me, your host, Zia. So this topic actually ties into an upcoming discussion on our next episode. Um, I guess you can call this a pre-discussion. Well, I'm discussing with myself, but anyways, pre-discussion. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, let me ask ya, are you okay? You don't have to be okay every single day. You can feel sad, you can feel hurt, you can be angry or confused, you are allowed to feel emotions. But when should you ask for help? When should you open up to people closest to you about how you're feeling? When should you explain what you're going through? Well, I would say whenever one feels ready, but sometimes a person won't be ready for a long time. And by the time that comes, it won't be too late, but you'll realize that maybe you could have done it sooner. Now, keep in mind, I'm not speaking for everyone. I'm speaking through my own personal experience and what I experience from people around me. This is all from my point of view. Growing up, I taught myself to hide all my emotions. I was an only child. I didn't have siblings to run to. Whenever I was angry or frustrated, And as an Asian, specifically Filipino, you do not talk back to your parents. You just don't. It's forbidden. The consequences of doing that would be physical punishment or physical discipline, if you may. I personally couldn't show myself sad either because if my mom saw that, she would think that I'm weak. My dad was always on my side, but he was scared of my mom, which I think is the most case for... A lot of married couples out there. Uh, If she saw me cry, she would get mad. She would say that I am weak and sensitive. Because I grew up that way, it was hard for me to open up to my friends, to anyone who genuinely wanted to know how I was doing. And it really took a long time um, before I could, without fear, without fear of, um, do they care about me? Do they understand me? Do they actually want to know what's going on with my life? It took me a long time to take that fear out of it and just honestly message my friends, like, hey, how are you doing? I'm not doing so well. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I would start sometimes. Or I'd just be like, hey, can I talk to you? Or do you have time to meet up sometime this week? Um, I really got to let some things out, you know. It took a long time for me to reach that stage in my life. And I'm glad I did because 
you'd be surprised when you start opening up to your friends or to anybody, they get comfortable too and they open up about themselves. And so it's just both of you bouncing off each other and it feels great. It feels great to talk to someone who is also going through something. Anyways, because I grew up that way, it was hard for me to open up to friends, and eventually there was no more space left inside me to hide my emotions, so I started acting out. I rebelled uh, from late elementary and the entirety of high school, basically, <laughs> and I physically hurt myself because physical pain felt better than what I was feeling emotionally. I have my cuts, I have my battle scars on my arms. I call them my battle scars because I fought a war within myself and I won. Um, but I have my cuts and, you know, back then, feeling that physical pain and just that burning sensation, for some reason, it just... It felt nice. It felt better than crying, than the anger, than the hurt, everything else that I was feeling inside. It just felt so much better to feel it outside on my body. Um, it's not good. Obviously, that's really bad. Um, but at that time, for me, that was how I dealt with... Um, Everything that was keeping inside. I didn't have anyone to talk to, or at least I thought I didn't. Um, I only started accepting my emotions and opening up to people when I reached early childhood. I mean, <laughs> when I reached early adulthood. That's funny. Um, I honestly wish I didn't wait that long. This long. Because had I taken out that fear... A feeling like there's no one to talk to, I probably could have resolved some issues at an earlier stage. And I could have prevented myself from nearly dying. I could have. I don't know. Maybe it would have still happened, but maybe it wouldn't have. But then again, I guess I just wasn't ready at that time. anyone, stranger or coworker or a friend, anybody asks me the question, how are you? I no longer pretend. I now answer honestly. Sometimes I respond with, I don't know. I don't know how I am. Or I just say, I'm living. I'm surviving the day. Uh, if somebody asks me the questions why, I'm no longer afraid to answer. People may be genuine in asking those questions or not, but I learn not to care anymore. You ask me why, so I'll tell you. And if it's not interesting to you, then I don't care. At least I let it out. At least I told someone. And I think it's just, I don't know. I don't, I, we all go through this and we all feel this, you know, that feeling of 
do they even actually care what I'm going to tell them? Do they even actually care? They're asking me this. Do they actually care? Do they want to be burdened with my problems? Because they're going through so much crap of their own. Do they want to hear mine? You know, I feel like we overthink sometimes and we just... We make it harder on ourselves when it's so easy to just say it. <laughs> we we overthink and we end up not telling anybody. We not we end up not saying anything at all. We end up keeping it in uh, because of that. How often do you check up on your friends? Actually check up. I'm not the best, but I remember to occasionally, and I'm trying to do it more often. If I can be a sounding board for someone, even just for a short period, it might still help. At least I know I'm doing something for them. Do you find time for yourself every day, every week, or every month? Do you have a journal? Do you stare at yourself in front of the mirror and talk to your reflection? Do you hide in the dark and stare at the ceiling? Do you close your eyes wherever you are and just listen? Listen to the sound of your surroundings. It's the little things. Me time doesn't just have to be you going out to get your nails done and treating yourself to a fancy dinner. It can be anything. Anything you want it to be. You can choose how to treat yourself. Do you love yourself? I... I love myself about 98%. I'm still working on it. I am working on loving my physical attributes, but I absolutely love my inner core. I love my inner core. Like I can't, when it comes to my personality, all that, I love it. I love it so much. Uh, I could talk about myself um, for an entire day <laughs> about that. Um, but yeah, it's, I'm still trying to love myself physically. I'm getting there. Um, I guess it's just me. It's, it's the voices in my head, you know, that I'm fighting with. It's the voices in my head telling me how I should look, um, that I'm at war with at the moment. <laughs> but yeah, do you love yourself? And are you okay right now? Are you okay with the current situation that you're in? Are you okay with your job, your course? Are you okay with the people surrounding you? Do you ask yourself these questions? I think it's important to evaluate once in a while. For... For your well-being, you know, to protect yourself and to 
I guess, figure out whether or not whatever it is you're doing is still something that you want to do or the people that you're surrounded by are still the people you want to be around, you know? I am, I'm 25. I have matured and I have gained a good deal of wisdom because of my experiences and the lessons taught to me from the experiences of others. I am 25. I'm out of my parents' roof. I have amazing friends, an awesome partner, an adorable cat. I have all these things, but I'm still not okay. I am not okay. That hole inside still remains. The feeling of uselessness, the lack of purpose, it's still there. No, I'm not okay. I may look like it, but I'm not okay. But I will continue to live my life and continue to improve myself until one day I can honestly say, I'm okay. Are you okay?